welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings us new drama. And we have some brand new analysis. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Brennan, and as always, I'm joined by Erin Marty. It's good to have you back. Hello, hello. Always great to be here. And we're so glad that you guys are here. And let's just say I still am mourning the loss of my favorite contestant. Not the not the one that I always talked about beforehand and defended to his last Bachelorette breath, but my beloved Ben. Yes. Ben and Bennett. It's a rough week for me. R.I.P. Ben, man. But my dude, Brendan still looking strong okay looking strong and also still rocking a turtleneck in 120 degree 123 degree weather don't understand zach clark looked like he was swimming in his own sweat why is brennan wearing a turtleneck do i support him and everything yes do i agree with his fashion a hundred percent no unacceptable (laughs) in that heat and i started following him on instagram and i think that his fashion is a lot better than what it is on the show. I just don't understand the turtleneck thing. I Boys shouldn't wear turtlenecks. That's it. He lives in a small town where they don't get dressed up, and he's a roofer. I think it's just one of those things where he just doesn't have, like maybe he just doesn't do dressed up. But he's also a model. Have you seen his Instagram? Oh yeah, he's 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 a high class roofer. Maybe he's maybe it says commercial roofer. Maybe he's like the boss of the commercial roofers. I don't know. Either way, though, his fashion choices look a lot better and a lot more like glam on his Instagram than they do on national television. Maybe he just loves. It's only the turtleneck, though. It's only the turtleneck. That's it. You know, everything else he wears is fine, but the turtleneck. I'm like, is this 1995? Yeah. Because that's the last time I think I wore a Second grade. I'm. I think that there's a rule that bigger people aren't allowed to wear turtlenecks. I just don't do turtlenecks. <laughs> so you're like, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't do them. Okay, so let's get started. Um, Chris is back. Chris Harrison has returned from dropping his son off at college, and he. The has... moment that he arrived, I was like, "What did JoJo do?" Nothing. JoJo did what was mandatory, and that was it. I was I was hyped for JoJo. I was let down by JoJo. Not gonna lie, I was I, I let was down too. a bit. Yeah, for sure. But uh, he catches her up. She catches him up on everything that's happened. How she got rid of Bennett and then brought Bennett back, but he's just sitting in his room waiting for nothing. And <laughs> we we go ahead and get get things started we have a few people we, there's a lot of people that he, she has to get rid of this week before hometowns it's gonna be brutal this is her assassin week right it really was and i was trying to figure out if like she was just feeling compelled to let them go or if the producers were like hey you need to nix like four guys immediately think about it cry about it make it seem like it was organic but really time's a waste in i think that We'll talk about this in a second, but she gets rid of Blake, and then I think she realizes that there is a lot of dead weight here, and it has mm-hmm. to be taken care of. What I thought was interesting is the way that they didn't circle back around to the Bennett thing. They let us in on the date with Blake. We all knew that this was not going to work no. out. I knew. I Blake feel like everyone knew except the, for Blake. As soon as Blake didn't wasn't on the group date, I knew Blake was going home. Right. 
because and he was excited about the one-on-one but i was like blake this is just like a thing to say last ditch ever i tried you know i tried yeah really she you know her mind was made up mm-hmm. and as soon as that lady walked out with her like from the woods with her pigtails i was like it's over <laughs> yeah but they uh yeah so tasia picks blake up for their date and they go meet uh a reek and crystal master which yes means nothing aka the lady i referenced walking out of the woods with pigtails yes and she's just a, this could just easily be a producer's weird mom that they brought on to like wave some crystals around and break rocks but they I break, honestly she did remind me of someone's mom i couldn't remember whose mom i was thinking of but she did remind me of someone's mom from a past season it was just so i would love that i would love that if it was someone's it was actually someone's mom they're just like Coming whatever to just, play another role just 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 bring her on who cares but they uh, they break some rocks, and they straddle each other and look into each other's eyes. And Blake is into it, and Tasha is okay. This is not for me. And then, I just love how Blake is like he's not Blake. I feel like he doesn't really properly read a room. No, where he's like, this is so great. This is so great. I just need this rose. I just need this rose. Blake, you're going home. Yeah, hundred percent. You're home. not. You're not getting a rose. No, he's going home. But he is, uh, they have a talk afterwards on a park bench, and he just, she tells him that there really wasn't enough time for them, and she's not really feeling it, and she go ahead and send him home. Uh, she's really mm-hmm. emotional about this one for some reason, and I think it's not him. I think it's just a realization right. that she has to get rid of other people, too. Yeah, it's the pressure of the situation and the fact that she hurt his feelings mm. and that he was a good guy. Yeah, but, she just, I mean, that happens all the time. Like, just because you're a good person doesn't mean you're going to marry someone. Yeah. And I think, like, I that part I get, it is always sad to be like, sorry, I can't date you. You know, you feel bad. But this guy, he was already, and they talk about it, I think, during the men's tell-all, but um, he was already kind of withholding anyway because of Claire. Mm-hmm. And then when he does get the ball rolling, he's, I, I don't know. I, I just never really got a vibe with him and Tasha at all. No, it wasn't, Not it wasn't there. And He uh, stuck around a lot longer than what I had thought. No, I, I thought so too. I thought he was going home. I thought he was going to pull a Jason and just be like, hey, I can't do this and leave. Speaking of Jason, did he say any words during the tell-all? Oh, yeah, he Except for it. like to Yosef. I think, like, one other thing, but, like, that was it. Like, he was mostly just there to yell at Yosef. <laughs> well, because there wasn't, yeah, well. Any, there wasn't any other part of the drama that he was a part of. That's true. He, he, wasn't, oh, he was he, such an early favorite of mine, too. He, was, he wasn't there long enough in Tasha's season to be part of issues. Yeah. But, so Tasha breaks up with Blake, and then she she tells us that she knows what she has to do. And she goes to the guy's room that night. And uh, she's still really upset. Or she's, again, upset. I don't really know which. And she lets them know that this is really hard for her. And she's taking this seriously. And she's sorry. And then she asks if she wants to talk to Riley. If she can talk to Riley. And they walk outside. Did you see that coming? Yeah. Because (laughs) I'm just like, the, the other guys that were in the room, besides Noah, weren't going home. 
Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen right then and there. I think that there was definitely, she really liked Riley. Mm -hmm. So I think that she thought that he deserved a personal goodbye. Like, I just thought it was going to be another rose ceremony or something where he got the cut and then they would walk out together. No, I think, mm -hmm. I think that she knew that he was really into her. Mm -hmm. And he was a guy who, he was a sweet guy who had worked really hard to open up. And she, mm -hmm. I think that she, much like when she said to ease, uh, who was it that she let go? And she goes, I wanted to do this on a one-on-one because I wanted to make this. Oh, easy. easy. Yeah. She didn't want him mm -hmm. to be, she wanted this to be a conversation where she could explain to him like what happened and like how much she appreciates him. So I think it was just one of those yeah. things where she didn't want him to she wanted to be able to take the time to talk to him and not just have to say a quick goodbye and then he's in the car. The look on their faces, though, when she said, Riley, can I talk to you? That door shut and all of them were like, well, we're never going to see him again. Right. They pretended like they didn't know, but they, they knew. Right. No, they knew. They were like, they he knew. might come back Just like they knew that somebody was going to get Blake's, Blake's suitcase. Right. You know. <laughs> They're like, maybe he'll get a rose. Like, well, you know he's not getting a rose. Get out of here. Don't lie to the camera like that. Right. But right. They, they go and they have a pretty emotional conversation, and Riley asks some good questions and says some sad things. He definitely was really into her, and he's he says, uh, "Yes, if like why did you keep me this long? Like mm -hmm. why did you string me along if you knew you're gonna get rid of me?" And and I want to be like, "Bro, it's a TV show. She can't get rid of everyone she doesn't have an emotional connection with on night one. It's not how this works." Right. Did you anticipate Riley being as intense as he was? Yeah, because he's an intense guy. In, he's intense. I never. But like, I still was taken aback, like when he was like, like his reaction. I don't know. I was like, oh gosh, this is. I, I think Tasha thought it was going to be easier, and he made it a little difficult. I never. But saw he him, made her answer some questions. I never saw him smile, not talking to right, not talking to Tasha. So like, I just maybe that's what it was that threw me off. That yeah. he wasn't smiling. But I was like, something's weird about this. Yeah. And he says that basically the longer he stays there, the harder this goodbye is. And he's like, I'm just going to go mm -hmm. ahead and go. And she walks him out. And he says in the car that he still thinks that Tasha is his person. Yeah. Which. And, I don't. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think America did either, Riley. So sorry. but I mean, we all liked not. you. We hope to see you in yeah. paradise. Oh, gosh, yeah. He'll find this person down the island or maybe at a Winter Games, but it's not Tasha. Oh, he would kill it at a Winter Games, though. He really would. He seems, he seems, like, he seems like a heck of an athlete. Mm -hmm. Just just like the way he carries himself. You see him. I'm just like, you, play, you played something in college, I feel like. Yeah. That's what I dig about Riley is that he is not only like he's yeah, he's definitely athletic and he could win those things, but like, he's, I mean, he's a lawyer. And so when he's put in intense situations, like you can definitely see the law coming alive in Riley. Like even at the men's tell all, the way he's like, tell me, like, when did you make this decision? Why did you make this decision? How did you come to this point? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oof, okay. Objection. Yeah, but she uh she she lets Riley go. That was and then she gets emotional again. And then we just kind of cut straight to the next night's cocktail party. Uh mm -hmm. the guys are hanging out in the room and then Bennett comes in. And he, everyone is uh, unpleasantly surprised to see him. Everyone shakes him right. hand. He, everyone shakes his hand. He tells him what happened, and then he puts his arm on Zach's shoulder, 
And Zach looks at him and says, why are you touching me? Why are you? Well, yeah, I was like, why are you putting your hands on me? Right. <laughs> like, Zach literally was like, bro, no hard feelings, but there are no feelings. Like, I'm apathetic towards you. Please stop. Right. Because, like, they were all irritated that he was there for any reason. And rightfully so. Bennett, like, I, I loved Dear Bennett. I did. But his re-entrance into this week was so awkward it felt so like dude everybody's over you being here now that you're back it's like like that was i know bennett's done some cringe worthy things as they said before you know when he walked around in his bathrobe mm-hmm. after he won that game yeah but to me i wasn't i didn't i didn't cringe on that i cringed when he made his entrance this week I was like, yeah. oh, gosh. And when he kept smiling and no one else was smiling. Like, he, was like, I think he expected everyone to be Noah, but any, everyone but Noah to be ecstatic that he was back. Yeah, and it was like, no, we're kind of over you now. Yeah. The, but they're all That's what out. made it feel weird, I think, is that they didn't, they didn't immediately follow back up. So it felt like there was this gap of time. Which and is then why it was I knew like, it's was, irrelevant now. Which is why I knew he was going home, because they never spoke about yeah. him again. But uh, Chris comes in and lets them know that Tasha knows what she's doing. And they're going to skip the cocktail party and go straight to the rose ceremony. Which mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's no reason to talk to Noah and Bennett if you know you're not going to pick Noah and Bennett. There's no reason to no. There's no reason to do this. To relive this. Mm-hmm. And Bennett said that she, he, what did he say, she left him a note. There was a note in his room saying, like, inviting him to the cocktail party. So he's like, obviously Tasha wants me to be here. She's invited me, so like just respect what she wants. I was like, Bennett, stop, just stop talking, please. Right. So we go to the rose ceremony, and then Ben has a rose. So there are three roses on the table. Mm-hmm. And then Zach gets the first rose. Then, Bre- sorry, Zach gets the first rose, and then Ivan. And then re- reprising his role as letting us know there's one rose left. Chris comes back and says, boys, there's one rose left. And you don't really know how much you missed that. Repressing his role and stating the obvious. Right. You don't really know how much you missed that until JoJo doesn't do it. Okay. You are correct, sir. That is correct. When she didn't do it or doesn't do it right, it's like, there's there's a right way to tell us the obvious, JoJo, and you failed much as I love our girl Jojo. I don't want to see her come do it again. It was disappointing to say the least. I'm just like, oh, Jojo, you got to tell me. I need you. Yeah. I need you to you tell gotta me. You got to remind us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, right. Like, you got to tell me what my eyes are seeing. Walk mm-hmm. me through this like I'm a blind person. Absolutely. Right? She didn't. And she didn't do it. Uh, then Brendan gets the last rose, which is the obvious final four. Yep. We've known it's the final four for weeks. This rose ceremony was a waste of time. They could have just done it off screen and then come back and be like, last week, Bennett came back and then um, Tasha was like, nah. And then she also told Noah, nah. And now here we are, hometowns. Yes. <laughs> like they didn't have to waste our time. And then she sends Noah, sending Noah and Bennett home. And I. Did you notice how emotional Noah was when he left? Yes. I really yes. think that he was, I think as much crap as he got, he was really into Tasha and really taking this really taking this seriously. Yeah, I, I think he was. As much as I did not like Noah, 
Um, I do think that he genuinely did like Tasha. I think he had a big old crush on her. Like it wasn't love, but I think he definitely was like, I really like this girl. Yeah, he definitely had feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so, that was... And I, I don't think that it was ever there. Um, no. I don't you know, think I think so she either. thought he was adorable and it was sweet. Um, but yeah, I think that he definitely had a big crush on her, though. He no, felt hard. For sure. And then uh, that ends that portion, and we jump straight into Men Tell All. Okay. Uh, so the Men Tell All. Do you feel like they told all? They told as much as they could in an hour. But at the same, but at the same time, it was exactly how long men tell all should be. It was exactly how long, but I I just felt like something was missing. It felt weird to me, and there, I couldn't put my finger. There were so many it. things that were different, and I don't know if you saw this, but Chris Harrison did an interview, and he said that he uh-huh. really liked how this went. Really, he's, he's he missed the audience because obviously the audience mm-hmm. is a fun part of it. But I think that he, I think everyone enjoyed the fact that the players were there, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was I, there maybe... was no there was no Garen. There was no mm-hmm. random other white guy. There was no oh, right when you're like bat, the back row people that were only there for like night one, and then they're like, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. And it's like shut up, you watched from home, <laughs> you weren't even there. The the back row. Except for Jason, the back row was useless. Yeah. So, but like the back row people from usual seasons yeah, are that's what point, I'm saying. Yeah, like the, they, they're pointless. Yeah. There's never. There's no reason for the back row to be there. And other than the occasional super attractive person, the back row doesn't even make it to paradise. Mm-hmm. So why are we even caring about them? Right. Right. I did appreciate how they were COVID cautious, and still, even though they had all quarantined, they spaced out on their couches. Yes. It was a good message to the audience. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just felt like something was missing. Like, not the audience. I, maybe it's also because doesn't Men's Tell All usually happen right before the finale? No, I think it usually like, happens. Not, it happens. I thought it yes? usually happened when, I thought it was usually after Hometowns because the, the, per, the person who got sent home after Hometown usually has that, like, emotional... I guess it's usually between hometowns and fantasy. Yeah, so streets. it's after. Yeah, it's yeah, usually after usually, yeah. hometowns. And home, hometowns and so, was Tuesday, so she. And did, so that that yeah, threw me off yeah. too. Yeah, because normally she would talk. Normally she would have been on the hot seat with Ben instead of with Riley. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay yeah. that's what I'm like. Yeah, I needed sense. to talk this through because I literally was like, I don't know why this feels weird, but something is definitely missing. There's a conversation missing. So yeah, that's what it was. Ben would have been there. Yeah. And it I, been I think they normally do it. Feelings. They normally do like that rose ceremony as part of that mm-hmm. episode, and then they jump straight into mental all because they usually, don't they usually cliffhanger? That, yeah, they usually cliffhanger the uh, hometown's rose ceremony, and then they, that's how they start mental all, and mm-hmm. then they jump right into mental all after that rose ceremony. So that's what, like, I just I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of found this men tell all a little lackluster, and I didn't really feel like it was tell all. Men tell all like is was, lackluster. Mm, I feel like it's been good, but this one was just meh. Yeah, I mean, should have done it after the hometown. It didn't help that like there was only really two major plotline issues, and one of the players in the pot, one of the plotline issues wasn't there. 
So Ed and Chasen yeah. didn't get to argue because Jason didn't show up. So the only one who came to Chasen's defense was Damar. I was wondering about that. Don't they start Chasen? Don't they start easy? Even though he's being investigated by the I network. Chasen. I read somewhere that Chasen wasn't feeling well oh. before he was supposed to come out. So I just mm. don't think it was worth it for them to to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. But right. I don't know. But we did get some some heated conversation, though. It was the yeah. same heated conversation that we had had like a week before, though. That, and yeah, that's why I just honestly I don't even care to talk about it. The tell-all felt pointless to me. <laughs> the more that we talk about it, I'm like, this is. It just, and also I think it's because of the way that the season has been structured. Claire took up so much time at the beginning, then Tasha had to hit the ground running. And so now everything seems so fresh, whereas the Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons usually feel like it's drawn out. So by the time you get to the tell-all, you're like, oh, but remember when? Yeah. You know, and so then they tried to make you chuckle they with definitely... bloopers. But I was like, those bloopers happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Tasha. They gave Claire too many episodes. Two episodes. Oh, yeah. And then they did three full episodes and then two segments of them in like an AFRs type setup. What they needed to do Mm -hmm. was two two episodes, get her out of there. Yeah. There was no no reason. I think they don't. I don't think they expected the amount of vitriol that she got from Bachelor Nation in terms of like, we don't even want here. We don't even want her here as much as she's been here. Mm-hmm. And that was like, so it was too much time, and it was during the tell-all that I was like, Tasha deserved more. She deserved more time. Yeah. Uh, but Ed and Ed rants about Jason for a while. He calls him stupid. We move on. Uh, Noah calls Bennett a Harvard D bag. Har- Bennett calls Noah dumb and immature. Same old, same old. Yeah. And then uh, we do some funny outtakes. Uh, we relive Ed's trip to Chris's room, which is still and will forever be my favorite part of the season. Forever be my favorite part. Also, though, it just happened. So when I'm reliving that, something, I'm like, that was just, just Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but it was but it was a funny thing to relive. And then Ed's like, honestly, I'm not even that mad at it. Invitation. I had a good time. <laughs> Ed, like, it was worth it to see, the tell was worth it to see Ed get mad at everyone again. <laughs> yeah. And then for, what was it, Damar, that was like, Ed, though, you spent a lot of time mad at people. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, because people like, suck, Ed, man. calm down. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's like, Ed, calm down. Right. And then. Uh, you, talk, you talked more about the dudes than you did Tasha. Oh, for sure he did. Yeah, because he knew he didn't have a shout, so he had to create drama nope. to be there. Um. Yosef, good old fat, good old Yosef, comes out and okay. he basically they were giving him. They're like, okay, you have two doors. You have redemption, where you apologize and genuflect on national TV in an attempt to make people not want to come storm your house, or you can double and triple down to the point where you're saying. I hope someone talks to my daughter like this. And he says, I'll say door number two. And Chris says, are you sure? 
And Chris says yes. Like, he and gave just, him Yosef so many outs. Yes. Door number two, I want people to hate me. So many, like Chris Harrison tried. He like, tried Chris so Harrison hard. Was like, I'm trying to give you a freaking life raft. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to spell out to you the obvious and what you are saying. Like when they replayed that, see, that was the kind of thing that I think since it happened a while ago, that was the kind of thing I could tell all that I appreciated. Yeah. This was my favorite part because Yosef, as much as I cannot stand him, the fact that he didn't break at all no, never, was never just once. so insistent that he was like, yeah, I mean, I said what I said. I'm not changing my mind. And, you know, even, like, when Bennett asked him, like, you, so you're, you have no remorse at all. Like, that's the troubling part, is that you would talk to someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's like, it was no. crazy. It was ridiculous. And the fact that he would hope that if his daughter was out of line, that someone would call her out like that. I was like, dude. dude at that dude, point, dude, at that point, I just kind of assumed that he was, he had to have been playing a character, right? Right. I was like, the producers, like, this is, there's no way. Does he even have a daughter? <laughs> okay. Like, I'm pretty sure he, he has, has a daughter. He has to be just an actor. I think he has a daughter. But what? What is this? Like, he's so concerned about his daughter seeing him play naked dodgeball that he wasn't even on that date. His daughter's going to see this and be like, Dad, so you want somebody to talk down to me and disrespect me on national TV? Thanks. Yeah. Just as long as I didn't see you in your, like, I don't know, in whatever that is, bikini thong thing playing dodgeball. <laughs> right. Yes. I don't know. But uh, people continue to get mad at him and Chris like, okay, well, there's basically no reason to still have you here. So see you later, Yosef. And he just leaves. Oh, bye. And he's replaced by someone who's much more friendly and much prettier. Tasha comes out. Tasha. Uh... She basically apologizes, not really apologizes, but explains what happened to Blake and Noah's like not really, they weren't really in a position mm-hmm. and they didn't really have the opportunity to, to develop much. And then she talks to Riley and Riley, and she, she comforts Riley in a sense of telling him that it wasn't because you opened up that we didn't connect. That wasn't the reason I sent you home. Mm-hmm. And I think that someone must have said something to her about that, or else that may not have, because that seems like a really random choice of words, but I feel like someone may have been like, hey, he was worried that he opened up too much and you scared that scared you off. She's like, no, it's not what happened. I, I it was good to see Riley smile again, but yeah. I'm glad that he got to go up on stage with her and talk to her about it and hear her side and feel better about it because yeah. you could tell you could see the relief on his face like mm-hmm. he was just no, like for sure good to know i didn't scare you away i really felt hard for you you know but it, so then it was more of an amicable breakup mm. an amicable breakup for sure and that it was definitely nice that they had some time between those mm-hmm. for that to for that to occur but as like you said it was a average to below average mentel all like it was yeah. fine but I'm pretty sure an hour is fine. But even with um, with Blake, though, like when he was like, he was crushed when she let him go and that he was like, well, I'm really glad I got to see you now so that I wouldn't have to remember you the way that it was at the end. Like I can remember you this way. But I'm like, Blake, 
Did you guys even know each other? <laughs> Were you even there? <laughs> no, he was there. They're crying over multiple women. He's there as much as um, Spencer was was there. Yep. That's what I feel like, even yep. though. <laughs> but yep. So alas, that was the mental all. And that was Monday's episode. A honest to goodness, like I'm gonna. People, you can disagree or not. A perfectly useless episode. One hundred percent. We gain no insight. We learn nothing. We didn't see anybody stay or go that we didn't expect to stay or go. They just wanted. That's to- why the tell-all should have been swapped with the hometowns. It would have made this episode a lot better to have put the hometowns first and then the tell-all for the next week. Yeah, yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, do uh, first for do the first half do the first half of Mondays plus the first half of Tuesdays, and then Tuesdays mm-hmm. be the, the second half of Tuesdays and the second half of Mondays. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. I would have appreciated just, that as well. I'm just—it's just another thing that I'm like. Not only are you rushing our girl Tasha now to like cut these dudes like that, fall in love, hurry up, even though Claire took up so much oxygen from this season. Until we got the bachelorette that we actually wanted, the bachelorette that we actually deserved, and now you mess up something like this when you could have just swapped, could have just swapped these stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, it, there was definitely, yeah, there was definitely some, some weird stuff this season, and with this week giving us useless, useless television. <laughs> I'm just gonna say what it was but, useless. But what did you think of the hometowns though in Home the town- Tuesday episode? Hometowns in and of itself kind of disappointing. Okay, a there, little bit. There but they was did the best nothing. They could. There was no because they had to do it there, and they were mm-hmm. paying for family to come out. They didn't bring the quote unquote random ex that they see on their date, or they didn't bring the weird uncle mm-hmm. that's gonna make odd comments yeah it was a select few family members and even then it was like who was willing to travel yes because you had to be you had to be close enough for abc to be willing to pay for you Mm -hmm. and important enough that that person would want you there and willing to come Mm -hmm. so yeah there, there was definitely this was definitely a weird hometown's and because all these guys are nice and normal, there wasn't going to be a lot of fireworks, I didn't think, anyway. No. Even going into the episode, I didn't think there was going to be a lot that happened. Uh, Chris comes in, lets the guys know that they're going to create a date that allows Tasha to get the feel for where they live. I wonder how much time they had. Like, when he told them that, I was like, aren't there dates, like, today? Like, pro- the producer probably told them a week ago. And yeah. he was just there to let the audience know. Okay. Because I was like, um, I don't appreciate this last minute. Hey, create a date. Bye. Well, there was there was so much nice stuff. Like, there was so much planned for that date and so much out that they yeah. couldn't possibly have done that in a day. Because I thought Zach's date, Zach's New York date, I was like, that is too intricate. Those backdrops are too mm-hmm. like detailed mm-hmm. <laughs> to have been thrown, away, thrown together like by paper mache. Yeah, no, for sure. There was definitely, they needed more time than that. Mm-hmm. They needed more time to plan the date 
and for them to let the producers know so that they can get the stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we go ahead and have, he lets us know who's here for who. Uh, Zach's parents and brother are here. Ivan's parents, maybe more for Ivan. We will have to see. We'll have to see. I I gotta say, I kind of knew I kind of knew something was happening because Ivan kept telling us repeatedly how yeah. I love my parents, but I wish my brother was here. Yeah, I'm yeah, we like, get it, Ivan. <laughs> the first time I was like, yeah, that's sweet. Like that makes sense. Like you love. The second time I was like, okay, yeah, we heard. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And the third time you're just like, okay, he's here. Right. Either he's here or you're just making your parents feel like pure crap by not being right. enough. Right. <laughs> Love you, mom and dad, but I just wish my brother was here. And then thanks. Ben's sister and close family friend and then Brendan's brother, sister-in-law, and their daughter. And Brendan's up first. Yup. Brendan's day was cute. Yeah. He and Tasha are gonna go do a uh, a little carnival fair type situation from that's familiar from to him from his small town, but they have a surprise guest at this at this date. Aww, his niece. Brendan's adorable niece Aaliyah. She was great. I love how she's like I hugged Tasha before I hugged my uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they uh they do some carnival games and then. Brendan shows Brendan and Aaliyah show Tasha their handshake, and then yes. they make a three-person handshake. They did, and then, it wasn't the same handshake, right? It no, was, it was new one they made. It was, no, it was different. Okay, because I remember thinking I was like, "Don't, don't let her in on that handshake, though. Don't let her in on that handshake because if it doesn't work out, that handshake is ruined." Then it's like, "Oh, you let her in on the handshake." <laughs> no, they definitely like, made no. their own. Yeah. And then they they do they do a little dance party right there, and this was really showing like a chiller side of Brendan. Yes, which I really loved. Like when he was dancing out there, I was like, Brendan is fun. Brendan's hilarious, but he's always so so reserved. Which, but I mean, it's proven to be likable though, because we love Brendan. He's mm-hmm. great. But, um, this, but yeah, he's he I doesn't seem like shows... he's. He, he, yeah, he, he. We don't get to see his humor a lot. Yeah, and I think this shows Tasha that he, he can be fun and relaxed too. Mm-hmm. And obviously shows that he can be a, can be a good parent, and that she was really good with her. And I think that showed to him that he she can be a good parent. So yeah. I think it was important yeah. for both of them to, to interact with. That's that's always the benefit of interacting with a kid on this show. You mm-hmm. get the uh, like, hey. Look at me. Look how cool and good I am with kids. Right. Yeah, that's, look so that's how always... easy it is to talk to them like other human beings. Right. <laughs> but uh, they they dance and then they have popsicles and they go jump in a bounce house. And then they prepare for that night. Uh, they show up at, I guess, was that the room? Uh, do you think it was like the room they're staying in? I don't know. I think so? Probably. It's probably just the room they're staying in. Yeah. They uh, they go to the room and they meet Brendan's older brother and his wife and then Aaliyah is back. They I really a- liked Brendan's family. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, they seemed really authentic. Uh, Brendan's brother and Brendan talk and they talk about how 
he really likes her, but like she's nervous about proposing to her because he don't only really wants to do this one more time, and if it's not going to work out, he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And he just says that he really wants to be the husband and father that his brother is. Yeah, he was he was so emotional. Like he, I love the way he he said he looks up to his brother, you know, and you can tell that warm relationship between him and his brother. I thought, and, and like his wife seemed really nice too. They just seemed like a really a really cool family um, for her to see a glimpse of being a part of. Agreed. They didn't seem like they weren't like it wasn't like a crazy good cop bad cop interrogation or anything, no. you know. Um, it wasn't like a. It, nobody passed a special plate like Maddie's family last <laughs> year. <laughs> you know, it was just straightforward. It was, you know, a simple conversation, and you really got to see the love between the two brothers, which, yeah, I I was all about. I loved it. It made me like him even more because of the warmth that you saw in the love. Mm-hmm. And uh, he then talks to Tasha, and Tasha asks him if he thinks that Brendan's ready. And she was, he said a couple years ago, no. But now, Mm -hmm. yes. If he's ready to get married again. And I think that that was really... That was a really interesting question for her to ask. Because it definitely cements that she is definitely... He's definitely a favorite. For for her to even be asking, hey, do you think he would... Is ready to settle down Mm -hmm. again? He's top two. No. He's top two. No, for sure. And, uh... I think that's the thing that's about it. Uh, I, I think they started the, out with the simplest date. Yeah. They, I've put this was the A plus hometown. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was definitely a really good one. There wasn't a bad hometown here. It's just that uh-huh. one was a really good one. Uh, next is Zach. And they, uh, they're going to go to New York. Okay. She, I loved Zach's date. Zach was, I loved everything that he planned. Yes, he. I mean, he. Did, I feel he obviously had the easiest date to prepare, because you can. There's so much. There's so much about New York that makes New York special. Yeah. That you can easily fit New York into. You know. A, a date. Yeah. Like, I, is, I love the elaborate backdrops, though. That we were talking about yeah, earlier. No, those were cool. I love then, that. I. Uh, I love LA that. LA sets that he, weren't being used. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm assuming I'm bet. I bet Warner Brothers and ABC, yeah, got some things moved down there that aren't being used. Yeah, generally. there definitely has to be had to be something, and that's the beauty of you know having something, uh, like having to create a hometown date like this, you mm-hmm. know, and being on a such a substantial franchise of a show. Uh, but I, yeah, I loved the way he taught her how to hail a cab and how they were going to drive it around yeah. town themselves. Uh-huh. How he's like, here's how we get bagels, you know, here, let's sit on this park bench. It, like, it was, everything was so fun. It reminded me of, I hate this show, but how I met, how I met your mother. Oh, the date in, the date in 15 minutes or whatever. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. Like, Ernie. I hate that show, but I liked what? that date. Ernie. I know. It's a great just, show. I don't like it. It's annoying, and I thought that Ted was stupid. Well, yes, he was, but it was still a good show. <laughs> that date, though, was a winner, and that's like the one episode, because he was dating Elliot from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember about yep. that. So, but, um, but yeah, that's what that date reminded me of, 
it was the how I met your mother date. Yes. And I was I like, this year's a win. And I just really I'm really into Zach. I don't really see it, man. Him. I don't see it. I I'm not sure if I see it long term, but I get their chemistry though. No, okay. Got, what like, I mean is like I don't thing. I don't see the attraction. I just don't get that. Really? I don't get why people find him attractive. He's got a vibe. Like he's, he's got like this, it's not Ryan Gosling, but it's like Ryan Gosling sounds like he's from Brooklyn when he's really from Canada. So there's no reason why he should have that weird like accent, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like kind of this like tough guy aloofness, but then he's also super soulful. That's what he that's, has. That's it. Can we he doesn't tell- look like Ryan Gosling, but he gives Gosling vibes. And that I'm we, here for. I want to bring up something that's been that I've noticed, but I didn't really notice the extent of it. Have you noticed Zach's kicks game? His shoes? No. Every, he has really good shoes? Every week. Great shoes. Really? The shoes I have he, not, I have not the shoes he wore on Tuesday's episode, the Travis Scott Air Force Ones. Really? Eighteen to two thousand dollars. Eighteen hundred to two thousand dollars on on resale. Pop Sugar says Zach Clark loves a good sneaker. <laughs> That's the first article that comes up when you look it up. His sneaker game is strong, Ernie. I I have literally never looked at his feet, <laughs> and I'm just realizing this. Yeah, it says Zach's ABC bio also reveals that he's a sneakerhead. And now we have to wonder how extensive his collection of running sneakers is in comparison to the to his fashion sneakers. I need to go to his Instagram. This is yeah. I I, I have not ever looked at his feet. Yeah, the the shoes he was wearing on Tuesday worth eighteen hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? Eighteen hundred dollars. The Travis Scott Air Forces. It was a eighteen hundred for sneakers. It was a limited. It like? was limited release. They don't, they didn't make a lot of them, and the, on the on the on the uh, like the resale market eighteen hundred dollars. So he's got. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. He's a uh, he's got a good sneaker. He's got a good sneaker game. Yeah, I've literally never looked at his feet. So this is like a new a new development. But already in the first picture that's on his. On his Instagram, I do see the sneakers. Okay. But yep, I'm into him because then they sit on the park bench, they talk about meeting his family, but then they recreate, like the world, not recreate, but they allude to their first like time together when they made wishes in the fountain. Mm -hmm. And then they get into the fountain. I thought that was weird. I loved it. Like how he was like, Tasha could have been like, I'm wearing my makeup. I don't want to get my hair wet. I don't want to get my dress wet. And she totally was like, here, like, yeah, like, let's get in the fountain. You know, I, I was here for that. No, I was, I was, I like, was like, that, that was spontaneous and fun. No, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> they, that was a win for me, dog. No, it was not. Uh, they go meet Zach's family. Zach's brother asks her where his relationship is, where her relationship with him is compared to the others. She mm-hmm. says he is falling for him and that she really cares about him. And he says, you didn't answer the question. And she goes. Zach Stanley was a little intimidating to me. <laughs> and then basically she was like, dude, I'm not going to answer this question. Right. Like you can ask as many times as you want. I'm not going to answer it. And right. that was. Like, the conversations were fine after that. But like that was the only. Zach's family was great. 
They were they were like his Yeah. His brother though, I don't know. I don't feel like he was rooting for it. Like when he was like, Well, they need to have these tough conversations and it'll get them to the right place. And that right place might be them realizing that they're not right together. And it was like, ew, I don't know. There was something about him that I didn't like. Uh, I just the brother. The, everything about it was just like whatever. Like it wasn't like none of these home like the thing about this week is that none of these hometowns were anything. We didn't there learn. There was no. We didn't learn yeah. anything. We didn't learn anything. There was no. There was also no Victoria F kind of hometown. Well, that's because that's the only type of hometown that we're ever going to have like that. We we're never going to have someone that's so clearly cuckoo for cocoa puffs, mentally unstable, that far along. Gosh, man, that family. We didn't even see that family. No, we didn't even see that family. <laughs> that was so great. But, uh, but I thought Zach's dad was adorable. Zach's dad was precious to yeah, me. He was like, I couldn't do it, but good for him. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm from a small town. He's like, I'm a farmer. But, but this is nice. You're nice. <laughs> you're, you're, you're good. I like you. You're good. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that was kind of the end of Zach's date. It was just kind of mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, yeah. We. I kind of he he's obsessed with his family, and which great. That's that's great. I the only thing I feel bad about though is the fact that I was thinking, like when they go into these these hometown dates and their families, and they're like they talk they hype up their families so much. Like for me and Zach's family, I was kind of like, cool, your family's nice. I mean, his dad adorable, but like, I was like, all right. You love your family. That's nice. Your family's all right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> your family's fine. They're fine. Get me to the next family. Your family's fine. <laughs> uh, Ivan. Ivan's up next. Instead of doing an elaborate date, they're going to go cook. And this... they're they're taught to cook by a famous Filipino chef. I love that. And it was his four-year-old niece. She's so cute. She was super cute. And they teach them how to make lumpias, lumpias or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea how to say it. But I'm not they, even gonna try. No, and they make them, and based on Ivan's face and reactions, Tasha's were not good. Right, and then he tried to lie about it, but it was like mm, no. But they, but they weren't. Her and Ivan, they have such really good organic chemistry when it comes to dates because they always do like the fun normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and, yeah, because his one-on-one was playing games and, like, staying home and watching home movies. And then now they're cooking in the kitchen. But he's still That's what I place. like about her, her dates with him. He's still third place. Oh, he's third place for sure. He's not making it. Oh, okay, good. She's not picking him. But they had, they have good, they have good normal, ta- normal times. And, uh, They're so normal, he's not getting picked. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. And uh, he... <laughs> Then they go meet his family. He lets Tasha know that he's only the second girl to ever meet his family, which yeah. is not that weird at his young age of twenty six. Like it's not that crazy. Like it's not Zach right. where it's like the second girl and he's thirty six. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, only twenty six, so he doesn't. And then if he spent, if he was away at college, then it's just like it's not that weird. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that weird. Tasha thought it was weird, no. but no. Because what do you you want to be with somebody that's like I bring home everyone that I meet. The yeah. first time I meet them, I'm like, here, want to meet my parents? My parents have met 19 men. No. Like, <laughs> right, right. You got to know. You got to, like, 
I don't know. I want somebody who like has discretion. They're like, it's this is something special. Yeah. Um, she meets his family. They have a good conversation. The the only really conversation I want to talk about at, at the beginning of this was Tasha and Ivan's dad, where yeah. he's like, "So I heard you're married." He goes, "She goes, yeah." He's like, "Oh, uh, what's going to happen here?" And he goes, "So was right. I." And what lessons did you learn from it? She goes, "I was young and I wasn't ready." I I really like Ivan's dad. I like his vibe. I think that he they should bring so him. Wise. I think. He should be people's stand-in father. Like if, uh, if yeah, if we need if we need stand-in fathers for the future, like if somebody doesn't have a dad, to be like get Ivan's dad. He'll, he'll give great advice. Right, call Ivan's dad. Just the way that he structured that question, the energy that he brought, like it just felt like it. It was like it's intimidating, but then at the same time, but it, it's not. You know, he was mm-hmm. like asking you like a professor type question. You know, like what did you? What did you learn from this experience? No, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely. What <laughs> and I definitely got the raised. vibes that Ivan has described his how he's described his dad. I was like, yep, he fits everything mm. that Ivan said he was. Yeah, and I loved it. Uh, Tasha and Ivan's mom, anything? Nothing. It was weird because Ivan's mom seems really sweet, but then she was like, <laughs> "I'm skeptical." <laughs> but she, I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> I think she, I think what she was saying was. I don't think this is going to work, but I trust Ivan, so whatever. Yeah, that's basically what it was. It was kind of like, but it wasn't, it I don't know if you're the girl, but. It wasn't like a, uh, I don't trust you skeptical. Yeah, it was skeptical a, of the process, I guess. It was a, I'm old and this is weird. <laughs> it, yeah. It was, it was just like Zach's dad, where it's just like, I'm old and I don't get this. But Zach said the way he said it, it was just like. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I think she. Would, I don't know why I'm here. I think she could have said the exact same thing and would have felt the exact same way. Like she's like, <laughs> I don't. I'm confused. They should have met. They like probably had like some sort of like parent mixer or whatever, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, why are we even here? <laughs> I don't understand this at all. I live on a farm. <laughs> and then Ben's sister's like, freaking old people. Right. Right. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, and then, uh, they're they're hanging out, and uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but Ivan's brother walks in, and did you see mm-hmm. what Tasha did? No, what? Ivan didn't heard the door open, but didn't turn, and she oh. like she like moved his chin just just enough oh, to see yes. his brother. I was just like, that was sweet. She wouldn't. She didn't yes. want to give him. She didn't want to give it away that he was there. Yeah. It, like T- this is another reason why we love Tasha so much. Tasha's amazing. She's so she's so intuitive and she's so like I just oh Tasha. I just want to be Tasha. I want her to be my friend. I want to be Tasha. <laughs> I think that would be great for I think that would be amazing. But he he comes in and he gives his brother a hug and then he gives Tasha a hug and there was definitely I don't know if you noticed this but they were very different, but also very similar. Yes. Like, the way they... Yes. The way they dressed and the way they talked definitely showed their difference in the sense of Ivan is very clean-cut, very... Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell his clean-cutness, his education, the way he carries himself mm-hmm. is very different from his brother, but there was also, like, there was so much that, there was, that they were similar in. Yeah, it was like you can tell 
you could tell they're from the same family and obviously like they're siblings so they look like anything they have the same parents but yeah i was i was reading that too where i was like and i know he he said his brother made poor life decisions you know so you could tell that his brother wasn't like it wasn't like a product of what he was raised in it was like the choices he made it was definitely it was definitely a nurture difference yeah because i was like wow but it's the same family and 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 ivan is very much like he seems very much like his parents kid Mm -hmm. you know like those two parents i would be like oh prediction that's the kid that they would have raised you know yeah i'm sure it's like the other son, they're probably like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> you know, but I'm glad that it all came together and that he's well and he learned from some, you know, learned from some hard, hard mistakes. But they're, they're like, cool my, one, my one son is going to uh, school to be a rocket in, uh, aeronautical engineer. Uh, the other one sells weed. Like, yeah, the what, other one is currently wait, wait, serving wait, wait, a sentence wait, wait, prison. What, but... what did you say? <laughs> but yeah, and then he and Ivan go talk first. Mm-hmm. And then he had the line of the season for mm-hmm. me. He says, I'm really happy I could show up to support Ivan in this righteous endeavor. Okay, the words that he was dropping though. Righteous endeavor. Righteous I'm like, endeavor, can we for sure. Just, can we just keep Gabe? Can we keep Gabe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, all right, Gabe. He's he's around. Riley's dad is around for a stand-in dad, or not Riley? Um, Ivan's dad. So him and his dad. Ivan's dad. Ivan's dad's around for a stand-in dad. Gabe is around to like give counseling sessions and like <laughs> use those words. Because yeah, when he said like righteous endeavor, and then he asked, there was something else he said throughout the conversations. Though the words that he was selecting were like not average words. No. I don't remember what the other ones were, but I remember thinking I was like, hmm. and I I think it was really interesting the. Uh what Ivan wanted from his brother. He wanted, Mm -hmm. basically he wanted them to be like, hey, because of the decisions you've made and the life that you used to live, you're really good at understanding people's intentions Mm -hmm. and understanding where they're at. And I think that's where he, I think that's what he wanted his brother for. Yeah. He's like, do you see her? I know, I think she likes me. Mm -hmm. You're not a part of this. Do you see the connection? Do you see the chemistry here that I feel like I'm feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he definitely he knows how to like read energies and read intention. And he was he was he liked what he saw. It was yeah. great. So I'm I'm glad that he got to come though, and I'm glad that we got to see Gabe, like yes, Gabe was and awful. hear hear him use words like like nobody else, <laughs> nobody else's family. <laughs> I was like, whoa, righteous endeavor. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we have the final date. Young Benjamin. We, uh... Benjamin. They mm-hmm. go rollerblading. He's from Indiana, but he thinks that his life is more represented by his time in Venice. Yeah. Which, classic Venice. This yeah. Was all, oh, gosh, yeah. This was classic Venice. Uh, it's they a go, Baywatch-style date. <laughs> yeah. They, from what I know of Venice, there wasn't enough homeless people, though. I know that that's a bit yeah. of an issue there. Yeah, <laughs> but not on this date though. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. There he's wasn't. Like, there wasn't he's enough. Like we had producers just anything. lining the sidewalks so that we could recreate the homelessness. Tents, just camping tents everywhere. Guy oh, cracked out gosh. pushing a shopping cart. Gosh, 
but yeah, I, I like the, uh, I like the rollerblading and I like the hat shopping and I just, I don't know. I'm just like super smitten with Ben too. Clearly. I think, I, I think Ben is a great guy, mm-hmm. but there is, there is non suicidal issues that Ben has to work out. He has to learn. Basically, from what it sounds like from him and from Madeline, his sister, when they talked, when he talked mm-hmm. to Tasha, he's got to learn how to express emotion. Mm-hmm. He knows how to. Because he told Chris Harrison, even when he told him who was coming for his day, um, what was it? His sister and his family friend, uh, what was her name? Antonia. Antonia. Um, I. He was like, I, I, I want to cry. I don't know how to cry, you know. I don't know where that comes from. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a foreshadow. And yeah, just, it was like, definitely. How to... I think he has got to learn. He's a, he's going to be a catch. Gosh, yes. But I feel like, like I can see as the season's gone on, I see more and more why he isn't been caught already. Because yeah. there are a lot like of... Like, why he's, why he's still single, yeah. There are a lot of issues in there that need to be addressed. And he's addressed mm-hmm. one of them, which was the the body issues and the depression. But he's got to learn mm-hmm. how to, like, connect more with himself as an, himself and his emotions and and do better about that, for sure. What I, one thing I noticed that people were saying online, um, especially on Instagram, is that people were saying that they were referencing his, his time in the army and that he's a vet. And so they're like, it's probably that too, that like he was just, he internalized those things that he was taught, like not to show emotion, mm-hmm. you know, be tough, be tough. And now he's like, that's so ingrained in him that he needs to recalibrate and to be able to show emotion. Yeah. Because obviously he's sensitive. Obviously things affect him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just can't. He just can't show it. And yeah. so. <sighs> but yeah. Was, so the date though. The date uh, was sweet. Did you recognize Antonia? Because I did not, but I heard who she was. No, I didn't recognize her. Apparently she was the winner of, she was a winner of Top Chef. Really? And has is a famous chef. And judges like, ma- like Master Chef and Cutthroat Kitchen, and, and shows like that, and like Guys Grocery Games. Really, no I don't watch those. I don't. So <laughs> I did not know that. My thought was before he introduced Tasha to Tony uh, Antonia, when he was like, "There's so much like her and our family friends here." I was like, "If he doesn't end up Tasha, he's gonna marry Antonia." <laughs> Stop it! I don't know, man. <laughs> but I think she's like an older sister to him. Probably, yeah, probably. So. That's definitely the feeling I got. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. really, this date revolved around the fact that he loves her, he doesn't know how to share it, and that frustrates Tasha. Yeah, because she's that just was, like, he doesn't, he just hasn't told her anything. And that, for all intents and purposes, that was the date. Yeah. The, so, like, the fact that he realized that he loved her, when Antonia said, do you, do you love her? And he said, I don't know, I don't know. And she's like, you love her. Yes, you do. Like everything that you just said, the way that you are, like when you like you watch in the room and your sister and I saw, you're like game over. That's the one. And like I trusted them. Mm-hmm. I totally trust them. Like their their read. 
I don't know, and probably because they're like younger and fun. <laughs> I just really liked them. Yeah. And Taisha was so excited to be around them. Like it just felt really organic. But the look on his face, like when he, I felt like that was that was real. Like some things are like TV. You're like, okay, the producers will react that way. But I really felt like Ben was like, holy crap, I love this girl. Yeah. Like all the things that I just explained, I do love he her. He doesn't seem like he can act at all. No. So and I think that's why I like him so much too, is that he's so real. Like when he feels it, you see it. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, Ugh. for sure. And uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was unfortunate. And then they talked afterwards and she was just like, she was just begging, like however he felt, if he was nervous, if he was ready, if he loved her, if he didn't, he just, she wanted him to tell her mm-hmm. how he felt. And he bumbled his words and just said, I'm fine. He's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just crazy. It's just, uh, wow. It's just, uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> she, like, oh, Ben. And, it was very reminiscent of when he was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to wait until the last, the last moment and then swoop in. The whole time she just wanted Ben to just like, and she was like all right well i'll see you tomorrow he goes that was so awkward okay and then from then i'm just like okay he's going he's the one going home because that was so awkward he's his that conversation was the only thing in that entire episode that went poorly Mm -hmm. and And it's such a bummer because that like it really was everything that he had done and got a second chance with the first time mm-hmm. and when she was like, I gave you, I'm giving you a second chance. Cause I wanted you to show up and like, he, oh, he just botched it. Then he knew. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said, I screwed up. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I'm so sad. I know me too. It was, it was definitely a rough one. Uh, and then we get to the rose ceremony for some reason, Chris is at the entrance for all of them. Yeah, that was weird. Felt like it was like the finale. Yeah. He 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 lets them all in and was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But he Ben tells Chris that he's in love with her. And Chris is like, Well, have you told her? He goes, You know Chris asked that question because he probably talked to Tasha and it's probably like, Bro, you're going home. Yeah. You don't make a move, you're going home. And uh, he says, If I get a rose, I will. I'm just like, Bro, no, don't wait. You should have, like, he should have pulled her aside beforehand. If he pulls her aside beforehand and says, I'm not good at this, but I want to tell you that I love you mm-hmm. and I'm in love with you, he's here. Ivan's home. Exactly. 100%. Guarantee. If, he, exactly. if he says, I love you, not only is he there, but he wins. Yeah. Like, that is. That's all he needed gosh. to do. That's all he needed to do. Because she clearly wanted it to be him. She wanted it to be him so bad. I think, like, I think if she wanted him, it to be him. Yeah. She keeps giving him second chances after he does silly things. And he just mm-hmm. can't seem to get out of his own way. Because now I think Brennan will win. Yeah, I think Now it will be Brennan. Mm-hmm. It would have been Ben and Brennan. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he was like, if I get a rose, I'm going to tell her. And it's like, well, well don't, you don't You don't get a rose. <laughs> we get... Uh, I don't know if the order actually matters, but I have the order written down here. She gives the first rose to Ivan, and then Zach, and then Brendan, and then she sent Ben home, which I followed with two sad faces. 
and they go outside and she she walks starts walking into the car and they sit and chat for a few minutes and he said she gives him she's like I want like she gives him once again the time to say anything mm-hmm. any express any emotion sadness anything. regret frustration anger anything and he just keeps telling yeah. her I'll be fine and then he gets what? In, she she gets in the he no gets I in know the, it's like us talking about it like her it's like <laughs> he gets in the car and she's we're like we're both getting like uh. he gets in the car and she's like I was giving him the opportunity to show that any of this meant anything mm-hmm. and he just anything he just couldn't. This, like, it's such a bummer because I know, I know what that, like, I know what it looks like when that happens. And I know what that feels like for him. Because, you know, I mean, like, we've all, maybe we've all been in situations where you're like, I should have actually said that I, I liked this person, you know, Mm -hmm. or like actually had feelings. But then, you know, you like, you're worried about getting hurt, you know, or whatever. And I think that he's like, I think he's in that weird place of like he doesn't know how to articulate it. He's probably also worried about getting hurt. He's also just thinking about a lot of things. It's also only been a few weeks, you know. Maybe if Claire hadn't sucked up so much oxygen, Ben could have had some time to like learn or how to articulate his emotions. If they had given no. us the one we wanted to begin with, yeah. Imagine if we started once this, again. Imagine if we started this like... whole thing in October the way it was supposed to be done. Exactly. Like it could have Ben could have had the time to grow and progress and maybe like been like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. But alas, he said nothing. He bungled his words again and made Tasha feel even worse yeah. <laughs> than beforehand somehow. Yeah, that was but, uh, yeah. And then he 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 lets us know in the car if if she feels if she was sent him home because he didn't she didn't think that they were on the same page then he royally messed up because they were on the same page well guess what ben you really messed up the question is now that he shows up next week i think he will show up because that's also stuff that i read um i read on instagram stop it don't spoil no 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 like it's not a spoiler oh like i somebody said something on a preview i didn't see a preview Apparently there's a preview that like he's gonna unless that was an assumption. I think I don't it know. was because she said in the hotel room, she said, What am I supposed to do with this now? Yeah. And so that's what that because that's what the person mentioned is like the comment I read was like, I bet, I bet that he's gonna show up. So that's that's the prediction. And I saw an article where people were like, There's buzz on the internet. People are people are thinking that's gonna happen. Nobody knows for sure. So it's not a spoiler. Don't worry. It's just like heated buzz online right now is that people think that he's going to come back and tell her that he loves her. Like the producers, like they they probably are like something like Ben, you need to, you need to tell her, Like you just need to tell her. Yeah. But then I don't want it to be a repeat of John Paul Jones. No, I don't think it will. I think, I think whoever she ends up with, she'll stay with i think mm-hmm. her and john paul jones had a good time but i don't think that they were ever going to stay together yeah. i didn't think that they were ever a, a forever couple but you know john paul jones did the whole thing like they broke up on the island and then it was like surprise you know like he 
you know, or did she, she showed up at his door, didn't she? Yeah. She showed up at his door. So, okay. Okay. So it's not a repeat then because if Ben shows up at her door, then it'll be like the greatest love story of all time. I don't know about that. I really, I need Ben to show up at her door. I think he will. I think he'll show up, but, uh, like I'm, I'm really, I need this to happen. (laughs) I need 2020 to end with Ben and Tasha. So, here are my thoughts going into next week. Ivan is sent home after after Fantasy Suites. Mm-hmm. I think the final two is Brendan and Zach. Mm-hmm. And then Ben comes back. Mm-hmm. And then she either picks Brendan or Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how, that's how I, I, think I see Zach's, it. Too. I think Zach is definitely the, the odd man out here. Yeah, I think that because Zach Zach has really they have some good chemistry and I think that they would date really well, but I think that in the long run, I think that she would pick Brendan. But if, yeah, I think that given the choice, Ben if Ben is able to pull himself together and come back and swoop in and make his declaration of love and be like, I'm not good at this, like you said, like if he said, I'm not good at this, but I love you. Then he'd be like, oh my gosh. And if it's raining and it's like a movie-like scene, he's standing outside. (laughs) In Palm Springs. In Palm Springs. I just, it was probably like raining sweat then. Like, it was like. The only way it's raining at this particular moment is if Chris is above them with a hose. But if he, oh my gosh. Like, they can create a romantic moment like that. I don't know, but I just need that. I need Ben to show up and hold a stereo over his head, a boombox, and tell her that he loves her. Okay? That's all. Oh, you that's it? don't even have to get married. That's it? Just that's all like, you need? That's all I need. And then I'll be like, happy freaking new year. Let's get to 2021. <laughs> but Ben just needs to tell Tasha that he loves her. And she needs to say, Brennan, like, you're really great. I almost love you. But my heart is with another. <laughs> I'm just like writing this whole script right now. You're ridiculous. I'll okay. even need to call me because I just stole a whole bunch of ideas from a whole bunch of movies I've seen. You're ridiculous. Okay, that's. I don't think that's happening. Okay, whatever. But Ben needs to come back. Okay, Ben might come back, but the uh, the combination of uh, the last note and the notebook and sleepless in Seattle or whatever you just did. <laughs> it's all beautiful, and you know it. Okay, uh, <laughs> anything else? No, that's it. That's pretty much... It was a, it was a fairly uneventful four hours that we cre- we recapped in right. an hour and 11 minutes. We sure did. We sure because did. The hometowns were better, though. Home, yeah, home... The, 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 okay, I take it back. We did two hours in an hour. Yeah. Because Monday was useless. Yep. The only thing that evoked any sort of emotion in me was Ben's date. <laughs> the whole, the other episodes, like the the whole rest of the episodes, I was yeah. like, cool, cool. This is and nice. Ben's date was and when Riley's I was like, goodbye. Yeah. Ben's date and Riley's goodbye were the yeah. only, were the only emotion that I felt, and they were similar. Yeah. Sad it was frustration. Like, it was a sadness. It was a sad frustration. Oh. I was so sad that when Ben went home, I felt, I feel, I still feel it here. I still feel it. Yeah, it was, it was a rough one. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at pod, at right reasons pod. You can follow us on Instagram at podcasting for the right reasons. Tell us your predictions guys. Yes. Tell us what you think. Tell us, we, recreate 
Like, tell us what you think the story, how the story is going to end. Yes. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. I have not checked recently if we have any new, anything else new. So let me see if we have any new ads that we can uh, chat about real quick. I don't think we do. I don't think. No, unfortunately. So we need, we need people to write and rate, write, rate, review, and subscribe and listen. Uh, we're looking at the possibility of a fun guest in the next few weeks. Yeah. So uh, that'll be a good time. Maybe, maybe we'll see if he wants to join this week or maybe join us for the beginning of Matt's season. We'll just have to see how that works out for everybody. And then we'll, we'll jump right into Matt. We'll hit the ground running with the new year. No, no slowing down. And then we'll have a few weeks off and then we'll have a bachelorette again. And then we'll have a few weeks off and we'll have a paradise. This is going to be good. Because everyone will be, be because they will all be vaccinated by then. And we can see if Riley and Blake and Bennett and Noah and find love with Kelsey and Madison and Hannah and on Paradise. <laughs> that's true. Yep, that's true. Because we can, we're going to have a weird, really creepy situation where we have a bunch of men in their 30s and women in their low 20s. That's not creepy. That's normal. So you're telling if it was me, like guys in their fifties with like women in their twenties. You're telling me like, that oh, if you no, see, no. you're telling me that if you see a proposal next fall of a thirty-seven-year-old Bennett proposing to 23-year-old Hannah Ann, you're not going to find a, find that a little weird. The fact that my brain put those two together too before you even said Hannah Ann means that it probably is going to happen now. So it's weird. It's weird. It's I don't in the know cards. What, People can tweet at me and tell me I'm wrong. It's weird, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be upset about it. It's weird. I won't be weird about it. That's fine. It's 30s and 20s, whatever. 60s and 20s, okay. And, <laughs> no, it's weird. I'm. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you right now. Whatever. All right, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.